Welcome to Kick-Ons, the pop culture after-party for people who need just a little bit more. We're two friends, Jason and Steph, and we aren't ready to sleep on all things pop culture. Welcome to Kick-Ons, because the party's not over. The night is young, no we're not done. Party back at ours, everybody's welcome to the kick-ons. You're welcome. Welcome to Kick-ons, the pop culture after party for people who want just a little more. Hi, Jason. Hello, Stephanie. <laughs> now, listeners, oh, you actually okay. might be hearing... Um, some traffic noises. I just yeah. want to set the scene. I think this is the highest I've ever been in Wellington. <laughs> that is not true. I've seen you higher in Wellington. Um, we are like high up. Yes. I want to say rooftop. It kind of feels like New York if you squint. Where I can take my glasses off. <laughs> yeah. Wow. Gorgeous. When you look down, there's like cars driving by. Ants. Wellington yeah. ants. Um, and it's really amazing. It is amazing. Wellington. It kind of makes me want to move into the city. Oh, yeah. It would just be really hard to give up Newtown, which we don't really live in Newtown. We live above Newtown, but yeah, I love it so much. But I guess from here, it's pretty quick. It walk. is pretty close. I don't know. It's quite nice being just here. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> How are it you? Is. I'm good. I'm good. I'm loving the surroundings. I'm very excited about today's guest. Why? Why? <gasps> Why? <laughs> <laughs> I'm excited because it's someone that I've been following and admiring for a long time now, and I think she's very important in our scene in Wellington and New Zealand, and she's done some amazing things, mm. and I can't wait to hear all about them. I'll tell you a little bit about her first. Ruby Jones has been drawing all her life. Being from a family of artists, she was bound to catch the bug. You probably know Ruby best for the art she created in the wake of the Christchurch terror attack, which led to her designing the April cover of the 2009 of eight, sorry, the April cover of Time magazine that same year to accompany reporting of the tragedy. Since then, she has released her first book, All of This Is For You, a little book of kindness that proudly sits on the bookshelf at Kick-On's HQ. It does. <laughs> Welcome to Kick-On's Ruby Jones. Oh, that was so nice. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, I stumbled a little there. No, She's nervous. So <laughs> I'm not nervous. How could I be nervous surrounded by so much colour? <laughs> oh, no, thank you so much. Um, this is, yeah, really exciting. Great to meet you guys finally. Yes, we are so happy to have you. I was going to ask first, like being from a family of artists, you must have been surrounded by pretty things and inspiration. Yeah, um, yeah. I grew up in a family of just full of creative people. Um, my dad was a cartoonist and animator, and his dad's a sculptor, and then my aunties and uncles are all painters and artists of some sort. So. It was just always around, and I guess like growing up with it, it wasn't really something we ever like thought of as mm. like I remember going to my friends' houses and being like, "Why isn't your dad drawing?" Like it was just <laughs> you know, um, but yeah, it's always just been. I think a lot of people ask like, "When did you start drawing?" And it's just 
something I've always been doing. I don't remember like picking up a pen. It just, yeah, has um, been something that's always been really big in my life. And I think now is something that kind of helps me like process things as well. Mm. Um, and yeah, I feel really lucky to have it as um, I guess an outlet. Yeah, that's amazing. A lot of your drawings are, all of your drawings maybe, all the ones that I've seen are all um, people. So yes. do you draw a lot of inspiration from people? When did you decide that that was going to be like your focus? Oh, it's so funny because that as well has only ever been my focus. Like even as a kid, I would just sit for hours and draw like lines of people or like get obsessed with people with like broken legs and I would just, mm. that's all I would draw. Like I just, it's always been just, like I'll try and draw an animal or like a building and it just isn't, it's not not interesting to me but I think because it already exists it's like mm. well you can see that but when I can kind of take something from my own brain and like put that out onto paper it's such a like a really exciting thing to be able to do and so I think most of the time I'm drawing people that I've made up unless it's like you know a drawing for somebody of somebody but yeah, I think I take the stories of real people or like myself or whatever and then draw those in whatever it looks like in my own head, you know, yeah, if that wow. makes sense, yeah. yeah. And they're all, there's all, even though they're all different, there is a similar, like, it's so distinctively you, mm. which it's almost comforting, I think. And, yeah, and I was like, is that the right word? But like, no, that's so nice to hear. Like the COVID, you've done an illustration for the vaccination, mm. I guess, media. Mm-hmm. Um, and that was so like, oh my gosh, that's really you. Oh, thanks. yeah. No, that's so nice to hear as well, because I think it's easy to get worried that your art's looking boring or the same or like someone else's. And so when people clearly are like, oh, I recognize it as yours, that's like, yeah, that actually means so much. So, yeah, thank oh, you. Oh, cute. So we were just talking before you m- grew up in Dunedin mm-hmm. and then came up to Massey for a year. Was that did you study? I did. Yeah, design. Yeah, for um, almost a year. But I, yeah, I I think I well, I didn't like how um. I didn't like being marked on creativity, which sounds mm. so lame because obviously when you're going into design, that's what's happening. But I, it kind of felt like it really killed my creative drive a bit. Mm-hmm. And I was like, I just decided then, okay, we'll do that on the side and then go study something else. Um, and so I went and studied occupational therapy, actually. Oh, wow. <laughs> in, um, in Dunedin. And, but then kind of the opposite happened where I was doing that and missing all the creative side of things. So... Um, yeah, it was a, I guess a bit of a messy um, path for me, but yeah, I studied that, then went and worked in TV for a little bit, and then moved up here, um, got a job um, in media again, so like not my, what I studied at all, but just what I've always loved, mm. being kind of around creative people, and um, yeah, and then obviously all of the art stuff kind of took off at the same time as I pretty much moved to Wellington so yeah perfect Been timing <laughs> yeah yeah it's um yeah it's crazy how things just do kind of take their own like path I guess you know if, if yeah. someone had said this is what was going to happen like five years ago I would have been like what but 
so yeah it's been a great a great journey so far yeah I guess when something like um Steph said at the beginning that you're probably most well known for the um terror attacks mm. drawing that you did which kind of sounds like a crazy thing to say anyway yeah. yeah um but when you wake up and something like that has gone viral it's like you you couldn't even imagine what that even looks like I know and I've had a lot of people ask me with that drawing as well like is this what you expected when you did it and it's like of course not like I don't think anyone well maybe now but with my art it's not like this is to make it go viral like that's just not a thing that ever crossed my mind at all it just happened to be what happened with that particular image yeah resonating yeah yeah but um yeah that was obviously I think as well in that situation it wasn't like I drew a picture of like a banana and it went viral it was like this huge awful situation in New Zealand anyway so then like trying to just process that in itself and then also having this strange thing happen to me was it was just like I don't have the words to describe that time because it was so surreal and like just a weird dream that all of it you know yeah absolutely yeah um, and I guess it's hard to like rectify in your head maybe that so out of something so awful did like start something in a positive way yeah but also you did help I'm sure you did help people process with that image and then going on to do your book is no doubt you have helped yeah people process things no that was that took me a long time to kind of come to terms with that being okay as well like for probably the first year I had this weird like I don't know, guilt almost of, of having success off the back of something awful because mm. that just feels so wrong, you know. But I kind of managed to get to a place of just, you know, that's what happened. And like you said, it, it helped people at the time and that's what I have to focus on, you know. So yeah, I, it took a while to find a place, you know, of being okay with it all. But yeah, I've got there. Cool. And I guess yeah. there's also like, who do you talk to about your yeah. this journey because I'm sure there's not um, uh, many people who have gone through the same right thing. yeah no, that was and as well I think everyone around me at the time just saw well most people saw like success this is so exciting and I was like yeah but it's also incredibly awful and like you know it, I couldn't just be like yay because it was this really enormous tragedy so it was balancing these two yeah, enormous things is a learning experience. Yeah, <laughs> to say to say the least. Yeah. Because then Time Magazine got in touch. Like this was within days of you drawing the first image, was it? Yeah, that was. Um, I think that was the Monday. So I did the drawing on the Friday and then mm-hmm. had an email on Monday or Tuesday. Yeah, so pretty much immediately. Um, and then again, that all felt tied in with that thing of it feeling like a strange dream, where I was like this first of all doesn't happen in New Zealand what's going on I just do drawings in my bedroom for me what's happening and then <laughs> how did they get my email yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Um, so yeah but that was another thing where I was like I just can't overthink it I have to I'll just do what I'm feeling for this image and they just pretty much liked it immediately and I was like hey, even when I did it and they were like yep that's great I was like oh this isn't happening like yeah. I, it won't how could that happen? 
And then it wasn't even until the Friday when it actually came out. I was like, oh, okay, so that's happened. Yeah. <laughs> it's incredible. Like, it's... I guess it's yeah. like imposter syndrome yeah. type yeah. vibes, yeah. you yeah. know? Yeah, 100%. percent you got the whole yeah. world being like, wow, I feel connected to something that you've done. You're like, no. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Me? No. <laughs> Look behind you. Like, oh, no, totally, yeah. <laughs> I still feel like that often now. Like, it's... It's weird when I think when you meet people as well, and they are obviously just a fan of your work, like that happens with you know anybody. But I think there's still that thing of me being like me. You don't, you can't possibly mean me, you know. So yeah, but that's a, a work in progress every day. So yeah, yeah. yeah. Well, we do. We're yeah. We're looking at you. <laughs> yeah. We mean it. Yeah. Um, what is your sort of process if with something like that? Say it was like a commission. How do you, yeah, go from concept to? Um, I guess uh, a commission is like, yeah, trying to just well read the brief and picture what I can see for them, um, and I try and be like as. Um, open as I can with commissions but sometimes it's very like straightforward we Mm. want this and those are obviously like a little bit less um fun I guess to do but when it's just like a drawing for me it's usually like um I quite often get kind of I guess an idea from for a drawing from someone else's words or stories or music often Mm. um so like sometimes there's um I don't know, albums I'll listen to and I'll just immediately see a drawing I have to do in my head and that's a really, that's when it's like an exciting process, you know. Um, And then I guess other times, like the Christchurch drawing, it's when I have just kind of, I guess, um, these overwhelming feelings of Mm. emotion that I'm like, I just have to get this out in whatever form it it takes. So, yeah, there's a few different, I guess, avenues of, of my processes for whatever it is or what's happening or yeah, mm. if that makes sense. And then do you like freehand? Like, um, or? Yeah, I'll usually like try to sketch out an idea in a notebook or something. Or even just write notes on my phone if it's like two in the morning or something. I'm like, this would be good. Um, <laughs> and then, then I'll go to my iPad, sketch it out properly, and then draw it on Doodle and there. So, yeah. Oh, that's so cool. After a massive success, um, do you find it difficult to balance drawing for yourself and drawing for 60,000 Instagram followers? Yeah, <laughs> yeah, that's another thing I've had to kind of um, work out how to balance, like, because, uh, yeah, it's finding the time as well is, like, one thing, and then also, I guess, after after having that success and then suddenly there's all these people came this, like, oh well, what do they want? Like, that, mm. what do these people want to see? Whereas it totally used to just be, I didn't care about that at all. It was just whatever I wanted to draw. And I've tried to be better at, like, not thinking about that. Mm. But it's also pretty impossible. Like, and as well, it's that thing of, well, this happens to anyone when you post something and it doesn't go that well. And you're like, oh, I spent days on this. What is... And then you could do a drawing in 10 minutes and everyone loves it and it's just... Yeah, it's one of those interesting things that you can't ever judge what's going to work and what's not. And 
it's funny, I guess that's a whole other area that I never used to even have to think about. Well, I don't have to, but, you know. Um, so, yeah, I think I really do cherish when I get to just draw for me. Mm. But it's, like, so rare now. Um, but, yeah, something you're working on. Yeah. Because yeah. how do you balance, because you do, you have a job that you do part-time. Yeah. And then you've got commissions, I assume, and things like that. And then touring for you. Like, how do you balance all of these yeah, um, so I'm pretty busy most of the time. <laughs> I this is the from oh this was the first year I tried to give myself like two weekend days because I, I haven't done that since um, everything kind of took off. So I'm working really hard on having a proper weekend, which yeah. is um, feels really important. But yeah, the rest of the time I so I work three evenings a week and try and fill my days with as much drawing as I can um, before my other job, but. It gets hard as well because I want to go and see friends and go and exercise and do everything else that's important. But when there's like, I don't know, three jobs waiting in line, you kind of that other other stuff does get pushed to the side. And yeah, I've had to make an effort, you know, lately to actually prioritize like um, just, yeah, my own mental health and stuff when you realize I'm so burnt out and all this work I'm doing is going to be really crappy like what's mm. the point in that so and yeah. I guess inspiration probably doesn't totally. come if you're just foggy yeah yeah yeah, yeah. no I've had a lot of that lately and I think that's what made me go like you just need to stop and like do something else for a minute because yeah sometimes I would just sit at my iPad and be like something will come to me and I'm there for like four hours and there's nothing and I know that's when I'm like okay you need to go for a walk and just like yeah um yeah clear your head and and you know take myself away from that for a while mm. yeah it's probably only now that you have time to realize what you've what has happened to you in the last two years because it was all quite oh yeah i don't even consecutive yeah it does feel like a weird blur that whole well most of 2019 mm. probably until we had lockdown actually but yeah, I think that I truly didn't have, like, a break that whole year. It was just... I th and I think I felt that pressure to say yes to everything when mm. it started kind of taking off. And, yeah, I got really um, pretty burnt out and, and miserable, so that wasn't great. But, um, yeah, no, I've, I've learned to not have to say yes to everything yeah. and everyone. Um, yeah. How did you learn the, the <laughs> like power of saying no? We've had a few guests who have come to that realization. Yeah, I mean, I'm still not like a hundred percent on it. Like, I, I do like to please everyone, and that's part of it too. But I think, I think I just started being a lot more like good at just looking after me and putting me first, and not in a gross, selfish way. Just in a way that's like this is your life, you know, you don't actually have to say yes to every single thing that comes along, like, people have other options, it's not, you're not the end of the road or whatever, so, yeah, I think growing up, I, I was always like that too, I wanted to help everyone and, and be the best and say yes to everything, and then, I think after 2019, pretty much, when I was just, like, absolutely drained, I just thought, this isn't, like, worth it when you're just 
miserable, but at the expense of, you know, if I'm making everyone else happy, yeah, Mm. I think that kind of, I had a big moment of just being like, I can't continue to do this, you know, Um, yeah, I don't know that I have many tips on that, though, I think Mm -hmm. it's just um, learning to maybe be a bit more, like, standing your ground a bit more as well, I guess, I think, I think with me as well, people think, because a lot of my work is around kindness and it's gentle and soft that that I can't also be strong and kind of like say no and stuff and I think people are sometimes a bit taken aback when I am like that so I don't know that's yeah um but yeah it's really important to be able to say no yeah it's just I think as well like as you get older not that I'm like no I don't know at all but you know you get to learn yourself know yourself better yeah. and find ways to articulate how you actually feel mm-hmm. and set boundaries yeah, and all that kind of thing. And most people will understand and honestly if they don't understand then they're not worth, you don't want to be working for them yeah. anyway. Exactly, yeah. Exactly. Unless they're like so red. I learned today so that you're a double Gemini. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I don't even know what that means. But yeah, yeah. Happy I, birthday, by the way. You recently you. had your birthday. Yeah. I don't um, really know what that means either, but I feel like being double anything in star signs is like scary, overwhelming. Yeah. The good yeah. sides of it and the challenging sides of it. I but I don't know much about Gemini, so I can't. Um, did you learn that because you? Like, Googled the birthday. L- Listen to a podcast oh. that Ruby was on about star signs. I definitely didn't do enough research. First <laughs> <laughs> yeah, time. No, um, I'm a double Gemini, and I, it sounds scary and bad, but um, do you know who else is a Gemini? Who? Donald Trump. Oh. <laughs> oh, yeah. Oh, he's done great things. Well, yeah. So, men. Men. <laughs> <laughs> I always do think of the two. Yeah, he's been on the time. cover of Time as well. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's in common. Oh, God. Yeah. That's so good. So, let's talk about the book. All yes. of this is for you. So, it came out... Well, yeah, how did the book come to be, first of all? Um, I got an email from... Uh, Penguin about a month after the uh, Christchurch drawing just saying, pretty much they were saying like, look how incredible and kind New Zealand has been following this. We feel like there's an opportunity to kind of hold on to that in a book and kind of um, yeah, show people ways of carrying on that kindness. So um, I worked with them to pretty much just yeah, create a book of illustrations and um, I feel like it's kind of just reminders of things people already know, not um, enormous, you know, life-changing kind of things that you don't... It's just meant to be reminders for kind of our crazy busy world that we live in. So things that we often forget, um, like there's stuff I even go back to in there and I'm like, yeah, I need to be better at that. So, um, yeah, so I created that. They needed it to go to print by July, so I worked on it for like two months two and a half months and it was all done um but yeah it's just come out in america and i think it's going well it's hard to know from here but um yeah so we with the u.s edition we added like 
oh, I can't remember how many, but a few drawings at the front and back of the book, just to kind of reflect uh, the COVID times and stuff. Uh, and so that version is also going to be released in New Zealand, I think, at the end of August, as a special edition here with a new cover in. Um, it's got nice bright orange um, insides as well, which is, yeah, going to be really exciting. Really pretty. Oh my god, it's gorgeous. <laughs> yeah, I love those colours. So are your nails, by the way. Oh, They're yeah. really great. <laughs> How much of the um, control do you have when you're putting your name to a book? I actually um, honestly pretty much had full control over most of it. Like they, yeah, pretty much said initially you just you know go for it and then I came to them with all my ideas and and they obviously helped me enormously going through it all but they were really like um incredibly trusting and open with me which I didn't think it would be like that at all it was um yeah I felt really lucky the only the only sort of thing we um I guess disagreed on slightly was the cover um Initially, they wanted the cover to be of the t the cover that was the time cover, uh, but um, I wasn't really sure about that. So yeah, but I'm really happy with what we've gone with. Mm. But yeah, no, it was a, it was a great process. Did you do you have an agent or something, or is it you? Yeah, well, are having you a those team conversations. Of <laughs> I don't. It's just, it's just me. Yeah. Um. I think I I would love an agent, but I also don't want to pay. Yeah. So I'm kind of. I feel like I have enough work to have an agent, but I don't have enough. I don't know that I make enough money <laughs> to also have one. So it's like a weird um, thing. But anyway, I just so I have my publishers who are just yeah. my like great team there. But I feel like I manage it all on my own. Like it would be a lot less stressful with someone to help. But um, I do have like um, obviously my publishers in the US were at Harper One, and um, mm. so I'm kind of looking at maybe getting an agent based like over in the US or UK just to help mm. with stuff over there but I don't know we'll see <laughs> yeah it's hard it's that's that leap I guess into like yeah. the real well it's also trusting yeah someone to represent you in the way that you would represent yourself yeah I did look at um going with like an artist agency as well but I don't know, I got real, like, not into it, because they took some, like, almost 40%, and I was like, this is not okay. Yeah. <laughs> if I can sort all that on my own. But anyway, I'll get there one day. Yeah, yeah. And it will. you'll know when it's right yeah. as well. Was there much, um, like, when you were drawing for the book, were there things that got completely cut, or was it mainly just all spewing out of you? And Um... There were a few, oh, yeah, there were a few that didn't make it. Um, it was funny, well, not funny, but initially I was just trying to do, um, you know, quite, light, not light-hearted, but just positive drawings. And then, yeah, my um, my publisher called me and she was like, sometimes life is, you know, really shit and we need to show that. And I was like, yeah, you're right, I need to <laughs> So then we went a bit, um, yeah went into a lot more topics than I had been initially looking at but um, yeah pretty much all made it we just did a bit of rearranging and, and moving of words onto different drawings and stuff so yeah so do you come up with all the captions yeah um, yeah I do and then 
another editor help look over all the words and did a bit of rearranging with me and stuff. Mm. But um, yeah, they they were really trusting with all of that. So yeah, it's so incredible. Cool. Have you caught the book bug? Yeah, <laughs> but it's also really daunting to even think about the next one just because. Like it's, it feels like it does feel like a child, and it's like, how could I possibly follow it up? Like, I, what does it even look like? But um, well, I'm actually the second child <laughs> in my family. Oh, and me too. Yeah, gorgeous. <laughs> it looks fucking great. Right, exactly. Good point. Yeah. <laughs> great point. Um, I well, I had thought that I would start it in the second half of this year, um, but yeah. That's the aim. I just am also waiting for like the perfect idea to come to me. Mm. So um, we'll see. But hopefully this year and released next year sometime. But yeah, who knows? Cool. It felt like the perfect timing. Like looking back, I was working in retail when this book mm. came out, so I was selling it, oh. and very quickly it was flying <laughs> off the shelves. I'm not lying. Um, and I bought one for myself, and then lockdown. And I was just like, oh my gosh. And I picked it up so many times during lockdown and just was like, oh, okay, yep, yep. And it was just like, it's almost doing like a little gratitude or something each day. Mm. It feels like that was just, I don't know, weird cosmic timing that you would release something like that. Totally. Just before another crazy world. I felt like um, that image on, on the cover of the book as well felt so lockdowny as well as the wee window in the world and I yeah. had this like yeah moment of being like oh it is it, it, this is the perfect time to to yeah release the book so thank you that is um yeah that's it so really kind. was yeah. we we both looked at it didn't yeah. we? So. I think as well like you said it's simple and like you haven't tried to rework the wheel whatever the saying is you know yeah. and sometimes that clear concise and cute reminder to uh be more positive or to to think differently than you are at, at that moment that's all you need exactly, you know yeah yeah and yeah i think sometimes it can just be even a word or a sentence that just flicks a little switch and puts you back to or brings those thoughts down a bit when you can get um you know we all get caught up in our own racing thoughts and i think yeah it's just like putting that wee full stop in and yeah. yeah, it's going to be okay. Yeah, yeah. But like I said, there's definitely pages that even I wrote them and drew them and I still go back to them and I'm like, yeah, that's right. Mm. You know? so Listen to myself. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. That's so good. Well, should we get into your life of the party? Yes. What is something right now that you are loving? It's getting you excited. Okay, I feel like I've already talked about this quite on social media but I don't care um, <laughs> have you guys heard the new Pickle Darling album the new Pickle Darling Pickle Darling no. no tell us all about it oh my gosh it is just I don't even have good things to say about it it's called Cosmonaut and um, it's just okay how I describe it is just this sounds like how you feel when the sun's just warmed you all up like it's so twinkly and sparkly and warm and just so lovely like I honestly you have to listen to it um wow. Pickle Darling are from Christchurch oh, and, cool. and they're going on tour soon as well so everyone should go and see them 
but yeah I just can't recommend that album enough it's seriously it just put, takes me to another place and it's also one of those albums that immediately makes me want to draw so <gasps> that's when I know something special do you know yeah. them? Pickle Darling? just through through Instagram not in cool them that's <laughs> yeah. how I mean, we meet everyone yeah. these days <laughs> yeah Oh, I love that. That's so exciting. Thank you. I love when we get like new little yes. things to discover. And we record, is it still New Zealand Music Month? We're recording uh, this on the final day of New Zealand Music Month. Pickle Darling. Absolute Great darling. name as well. I know. It's so cute. And your peach too soon, something that's just not so great. Okay, this is a bit, um, maybe I'm going too deep here. No. But so I had my birthday recently, and there's like a weird joke every year that you make to yourself and you make it to everyone, which is like, yeah, you're so old. And like, I'm just like, why do we say that every year from literally when you're like five to 99? It's like, we're just aging all the time. And I feel like I just wish we would be more kind of embracing of every age rather than like, focusing on like oh I'm nearly 30 I'm nearly 40 like it's like it's just a fact of life and I wish we would just embrace every age a bit more in a positive way you know yeah I wonder where it started with like youth being a currency yeah exactly like being old is associated with a lot of negative things yeah. you know creepy mm. old man like <laughs> <No>. yeah <laughs> but then i'm also like we don't know like 72 could be the best year of our lives you know like yeah i just yeah and i get really down as well when i hear other people saying oh, i'm so old like that you know i just wish we would be more i don't know speak more positively of age yeah, yeah. like saying yeah i'm so old could be a positive thing. Yeah. yeah. I've, um, we're both turning 30 this yeah, year. We do it all the time. Like oh, non-stop. well. Oh, and I was just you about to I say, I've been, it. when other people have been, when people ask me about how do you feel about turning 30, I've been really trying to be like, I'm so excited to be 30. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Maybe not to you, because we're both like, oh, <laughs> we don't want to be old. <laughs> but, because otherwise I think you're just like, then what? You have your birthday and you're really miserable. Yeah, yeah right. <laughs> I know, and I feel like I'm. Well, this is the first year I've tried really hard to like, you know, not say that at all to myself. Or, but I think as well, it's like even saying, you know, happy birthday. This is going to be an amazing year. Look at everything you've achieved and think of all the things ahead of you. Like rather than, even though it's a joke, like, you're mm-hmm. so old. It's like no one's ever like. Ha ha, yay! You know? <laughs> like, we just need, we don't need to say that. Yeah. It's just unnecessary. Yeah. Anyway. No, that's a good one. Yeah. That's Happy a birthday. Really good one. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> they must be Look at all the things yeah. you've done in your life. Amazing. <laughs> so you. good. And I meant to say about the book, like, sale? Yes, so right? <laughs> yeah. I hope so. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, no, it should be. Yeah. Go out and find it. What's next? On the horizon? Um, a few things. I, um, well, it's hard to know what you can talk about. Yeah. One, th- <laughs> one thing is um, working with um, a woman, a freelance journalist called Angela, and we are kind of doing a project 
together. I think it's going to be out, I think, on Stuff later in the year. And um, we are, well, she's interviewing seven different young people in New Zealand who live in really different types of bodies and are re-illustrating their story, which is really um, exciting. And I don't know, it's just been really moving experience just reading their stories. Wow. So that's, um, Will you meet the people or you just meet them through their stories? I think just through their stories. I would cool. love to meet them, but um, they're all scattered around the country. So yeah, but that's um, a really exciting project. And and then this coming out as well um, in August, the new the new book. But other things, I don't know what I can talk about. But yeah, yeah. exciting things. Yeah. So yeah. New Zealand will be getting the the American version as a re-release of the original version. Yes. Yeah. Cool. With the, um, yeah, the special cover which is just coming out in New Zealand, baby blue cover. So that's exciting. Ah, that's yeah. amazing. It is so pretty. We'll be getting one. We will be getting one. <laughs> <laughs> So good. Shall we say the mantra? Absolutely. 2001 to 2008, there ain't a song that we hate. Now, Ruby, this is the part of the podcast where we like to take time to celebrate music, specifically from the time of 2001 to 2008 or thereabouts, because we believe it's just... The greatest time in music, which we have been laughing about so often recently, because we've been talking to musicians and just been yeah, like, I'm just about mm. to put out a new single. It's my best yeah. one. Yet. <laughs> like, Was it written yeah. in 2001? Because yeah. <laughs> it can't be that good. <laughs> but we need to tone down the excitement. <laughs> what song are you going to add to our playlist? Um, well, I think one of the best from that time. I checked the playlist and it wasn't on there. Gorgeous. Um, so Yesterday by Hilary Dove. Oh. I don't yes. think, I, I was like, this why is it not on <laughs> When you were talking about your publishers before, I was like, I wanted to bring it up because we've been watching Younger, oh. which Hilary Duff is in. And what? It's, she's like, they're book publishers. What? Yeah. You know, <laughs> it's on Netflix. Or? Neon. Oh, yeah. Oh my God. It's, it's, is she good? Yes, she's, she's the best character. Yeah, 100%. Yeah. She, she, she's the star. Oh, my God, that's going to be... Wow, okay. That's so exciting. It's, um, it's so mind-numbingly stupid in the <laughs> best way. Yeah. Like, you just put it on and you just... Is it a comedy? Oh. Or? Yes, yeah. I would say it's a comedy drama. Okay. Um, so, basically, Younger is, like, this woman who's in her 40s uh, starts working at a, like, writing, publishing... Um, place and she used to be a publisher but then she became a parent and then like the rat race went behind her so yeah. she lies about her age and she says she's 26 yes but she's actually 40 oh, and so Hilary yeah. Duff is her best friend and she's yeah. 26 they're millennials and they're oh, just yeah. like finding their way but she's actually 40 so yeah. it's like so stupid because the lie is so dumb yeah but I she, love it yeah. and the main so, character is kind of like the other day I texted our friend Jimmy I was like do we not like her? And he was like, yeah, she's so annoying. I was like, okay, thank you, because I felt really bad. That's why Hillary is the star, so that is the perfect. Were you like a Lizzie McGuire? Yes. (laughs) (laughs) Yes, absolutely. Wow. Die hard, yeah. Oh, it was so sad when that reboot got cancelled, but I do appreciate that they... Well, because Hillary didn't want to do it unless it was, like, sexier. Yeah. What was that the thing? Well, yeah, because she wanted to do Lizzie McGuire, like, grown up. And Disney was trying to be like, well, she's still going to be goofy. And, like, Uh. like, no, that's that's not what 
Lizzie would be like now. Yeah. So Hilary was trying to like really stick to the character that she created. <laughs> she tries to get it on Hulu and like they weren't taking it and yeah. It anyway, it's just so yesterday. It, it is, is so yesterday. yesterday. In the latest season that I'm watching, I think she's pregnant because she just had a baby recently. Yes. Yeah. And so she's wearing a lot of like oversized coats and I just, I don't know why it's yeah. one of my funnest, like yeah, it's so fun to be like, Oh, I yeah. do love yeah. that. Yeah. She's pregnant in that scene. She is someone that you would say, happy birthday, you're about to have the greatest year of your life. Like, she has Word. just gone from strength to strength to strength. Have yeah. you seen her um, Architectural Digest video? Oh, no. I love oh, those videos. Same. Oh, my gosh. It was interesting. I didn't like... Oh, wait, no. Well, the one good thing was her kids had... She had built the coolest room for her kids. Had, like... Which is like a sort of um, play a playground in their bedroom, and I was like, "You would like she's so cool. She's yeah. so cool." But yeah, anyway, there are some good ones of those, but the ones that I always bring up are the Liv Tyler one. Oh, I haven't seen that. She's like kooky. She's so kooky. She like picks up the phone. That she's like, "Oh, hello," and like pretends to use the phone. <laughs> and then there's Dakota Johnson's oh. one is a bit aloof as well. That one killed me. I was like, also, you don't live here. Like, it looked way too sort of chill. Like, I was yeah. like, surely the mansion somewhere else. Yeah. They have several houses. I just watched Choice of Arms one the other oh, day. Oh, it's so good. Yeah. He lives in the most amazing house. Oh, he would. And he just, like, keeps, like, picking up books that are just, like, about dicks. <laughs> <laughs> it's, like, just basically gay porn. <laughs> everywhere. He loves lighting. Oh. They all love lighting. They're all so obsessed with lighting. Uh, so, this is really funny. Um, our friend Clara, I dropped her home after our um, brunch yesterday, and she was talking about how her and her flatmates um, came up with, like, flat values, like you would, like, with a business, like, their core flat values, <laughs> and one is, like, being sustainable, um, something else, and good lighting, and so <laughs> they spend all their excess bills money on their core values, things that align with their core values. Oh my god, I love I that. Know. I was like, wow. life is incredible, and good lighting, yeah. <laughs> So they've got like lamps and really fun little things around them. Cool. Yeah. So in our house, we live in a, a house where Steph hates overhead lighting. Yeah. Well, be... I specifically hate the lighting in our house. It's it's like a blue. It's like a cold. Oh no. Yeah. 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 And it totally changes the vibe of everything. It does. Like, yeah. Good lighting is so important. It's the actual light bulb you hate. Yeah. Oh. Yes. I didn't know that. Yeah. I just thought you hated the overhead light. I'll be like. I find it hard to see because she'll literally just come in and be like, switch that off. Yeah. <laughs> Lamps on, neon heart on. Like, oh, yes, neon. Yeah. yeah. And I feel quite seen now when I watch TikToks and there's like these red lights that all the kids are buying. Yes. And I kind of have one of those, but I had are it first. Michael's? Well, no, it's just a neon oh, light yeah. but I have seen those special like Wi-Fi light bulbs. Yes. What? Crazy. I went to yeah. my friend's house the other day and he has strip lighting that can only uh, be controlled by his phone. What? Yeah, and it's set to a timer so that when he has to get up in the morning, it slowly <gasps> it comes up. But not it's not aggressive. It's just... Is it a cold light or a warm light? Any colour you can think of I is all in there. It. Pink, blue, orange, yellow. But you can only use your phone. So if your phone is lost, you're... Your is it an is app? Like yeah, it's, it's an app. app. That's quite 
Like, it must be more sustainable. Oh, no, you're still using power, I guess. Yeah. Mm. Wait. Like, rather than buying heaps of different light bulbs. Mm. Yeah. Long term. Thinking about the future. Core wow. values. Core values. <laughs> Good lighting. <laughs> We've got some flat things to do, don't we? Yeah. <laughs> Discussions to be had. Yeah. Well, Ruby, thank you so much for spending your evening with us. Oh, thank you. Inviting us over. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, no, thank you guys so much. And thanks for the beautiful food you brought over too. Oh, you have to eat all of yeah, that. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and there's five Duh. kilos, no, four kilos of yogurt yeah. coming your way. Thank you so much. <laughs> Everybody, please follow Ruby on Instagram at Ruby Alice Rose. And I'm sure you are already. Yeah, you probably are already. But I was also going to say, and on Twitter. I, you're great on Twitter. <laughs> I hate Twitter now. I had a bad experience on the weekend. Oh, so. no. Just this weekend past? Yeah. Oh, no. Are oh. you okay? I'm okay. I got a nice DM from Jesse Milligan to look up <gasps> for it. So oh. he was like, I've had this experience too. It's okay. And I was like, thank you. Oh, Jesse. <laughs> yeah. I hate Twitter now. But oh, thank no. you. They can still follow me. <laughs> <laughs> Jesse Milligan. Like, Oh my god. What was better, the email from Time Magazine or Jesse Mulligan's <laughs> DM? <laughs> yeah, they did all made up for the bad experience on yeah. Twitter. I was like, oh wow, it's all worth it, you know. Oh, it's all worth it. <laughs> Happy birthday to me. <laughs> oh my goodness, that's awful. Well, I hope that our followers are nice to you on Twitter. <laughs> Go and send Ruby some love. <laughs> Thank, Thank you. you. Thank you so much. Bye. Bye. <laughs>